Hi and welcome to the latest episode of Pasha. My name is Gottfried Boafo and thank you for joining us. In today's episode, we look at food in South Africa in this time of COVID-19. To shed more light on these issues is Professor Johan Kirsten. My name is Johan Kirsten, Director of the Bureau for Economic Research and Professor in Agriculture Economics at Stalamos University. I'm talking to Wandile Sislobu, Chief Economist at the Agri-Business Council, or these days known as Agbus. And we would like to discuss the issues regarding the COVID-19 crisis impact on the agriculture and food industry in South Africa. Um, given that Wandili is so involved in most of these processes, he would be able to tell us a lot about the potential impact. But I think we need to first start, Wandili, maybe talking about uh, South Africa's national food self-sufficiency position. Um, uh, South Africa is generally considered to be self-sufficient. How's uh, South Africa's net trade position in the various agricultural commodities look like and why do we think we are self-sufficient? I think, Prof, uh, we, like you rightly said, we are self-sufficient. The only key commodities where we really net importers of, I would say it's rice, which we import about a million tons. That's about 100% of what we consume. Wheat, about half of what we consume. We import uh, palm oil, uh, almost all of it. We are importing 100% of what we consume. But all of the other major food products uh, that we, 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 we consume, we're really producing largely in our domestic market. I would say aside those, um, the other commodities where perhaps maybe we have some imports exposure on is on poultry products and sunflower oil but with our domestic supply we could go for a little bit of a a couple of months without really requiring imports on that end Um, and even if you look at our trade balance um, it's solid over three billion US dollars throughout over the past few years so we are sitting comfortably. They then look at affordability of food for many poor people. There are many people that won't be able to continuously afford food you know because they're unemployed they are poor so food security at that level could be impacted and, and obviously those informal traders that sell either foodstuffs or vegetables or leather goods or provide informal services such as barber shops and so on, they all will lose their jobs now and therefore they will be out of income and will obviously not be able to access food. Yeah, I think that's the challenge and so far some of the ideas uh, that have come up um, trying to resolve that problem is, for example, one of the articles that came out on the 31st of March uh, here in the conversation by economists at, at UCT, which proposed that there might be a need for government to intervene um, either by injecting some bit of capital on a, a child support grants uh, and providing some bit of support there. And I think those are some of the avenues then that we, we, could, we could need to respond on. But obviously, whatever response, I think it will be, uh, have to consider the fiscal position. Like I know that you guys at the BER have been thinking about that work. The pair went on to discuss whether South Africa will run out of food. But it's fair to say then that we will probably not run out of food in South Africa, but there could be hustles that will run out of food. Would you agree? I would agree on that. But and the point that I would add on that, uh, Prof, is that there might be households running out of food. Not so much that the food that is available will be having its prices increasing at a faster pace, but rather the incomes declining more and uh, running out of money, out of work. That's going to be the challenge. At this point... They looked at the logistics of getting food from production areas to where the food is needed. And finally, Wandile, have you heard from your members any comments on 
whether the supply chain is holding, whether logistics were problematic for getting food from the production areas to the urban areas? Some of the challenges we had, Prof, were firstly uh, clarity around about the harvesting as of uh, a Friday last week, uh, because there was still a lot of muddling there, but now that has been sorted out. Farmers can harvest and do everything. But on the logistics on moving it, uh, where the challenges still remain are uh, on the ports, on making sure that we can move citruses for exports and all of those things, which is important for the sustainability of the sector. But for domestic supply chains, I think the problems that existed are continuously being uh, resolved, but it was around the truck drivers where regulations were not very clear. Okay, so, uh, but from your point of view, you're generally okay that food supplies will be able to be moved, get to the grocery stores, and that people that uh, will be able to access it there. Yes, we are generally comfortable uh, on that position that South Africa will be able to have all of the food supplies across the country, which is another point that I think is important, even for those who from time to time embark on panic buying, to say there will be consistent supply across the country at all times, so there is no need uh, for that. If anything, uh, panic buying causes a bit of a disruptions on the chain, but the country for the next 12 months at least should be able to be in solid, food, in solid footing in as far as food supplies. They then looked at buying patterns and the impact of panic buying. Yeah, and it's quite interesting to see the retail numbers. You see the spike last week of how large the buying patterns have been, how much people have bought. And now this week, buying of my basic food items were down, you know, so the the potential impacts of the panic buying last week on supplies and demand now could impact on prices for farmers as such. Now, absolutely. And I think the other thing that we continue to worry about that, in addition to the point you're making, Prof, is on the global demand. Uh, because about half of what we produce as South Africa in value terms goes to export markets. Um, and if the demand slows there because of all the disruptions in the supply chains, that is going to negatively affect on the farmer's income. But the only thing they're hedging up against it now or is this weakening on the South African rent, which is still at least assisting in the near term. But we'll see what the outlook carries on that path. I think um, it's very important for us as agricultural economists that worry about the livelihoods of farmers that we also recognize that uh, there are many urban livelihoods will be impacted negatively uh, through this crisis, people not be able to, to access food and have uh, food security at home. So nationally, we look fine. Uh, our exports could continue if logistics hold, but ultimately the impact at household level will be quite dramatic and uh, therefore interventions by the state will be absolutely necessary. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Pasha, produced by Oze Patel and Jabulani Sikakane. From me, Godfrey Boafo. Bye for now.